Welcome to Walking Free, everyone. It's a, uh, a beautiful day here in Asheville, North Carolina, and today we are talking with Pastor Tony Laporte, and he's going to tell us about military service and what the Bible says about it. How are you doing, Pastor Tony? I'm doing fine. Thank you for inviting me, Pastor uh, Evan. Yeah, it's good to have you here. I know last time we talked about spiritualism some, and I uh, really enjoyed that. So uh, now we're here to talk about uh, your experience in the military. So tell us, Tony, um, what's your experience in the military? Well, I will start with saying that I spent a full career of 20 years. Um, I enlisted when I was 17 years old, and I retired when I was 38 years old. I was in the medical field. Um, all the way till I retired, and um, we, I, my wife and I, when say we, we've done some traveling um, to other countries, and we just praise God for that. So, some of the things that I can share with you in the military, like I have mentioned, I was what they call a, a combat expert, um, an EMT, uh, served uh, with infantry, served with artillery, served with um, um, helicopter ambulance uh, units, and also in administration. And um, so I had a, a quite experience with, with the military. Yeah, it sounds like you've... Uh, so were you actually in the field? Uh, were you uh, an EMT out in the field? Uh, absolutely. Uh, that was the... The fun part of it, uh, when you're out there in the field working with the guys, um, um, aiding them, bring, uh, saving lives, that's what it's all about. Amen. Yeah, I know Jesus, uh, he spent his ministry saving lives and healing people. Um, so what, uh, what does the Bible teach about Christians in the military? Well, it's really interesting because I've had this uh, question asked once before. And a few things that I just want to share. Uh, the Bible does not um, prohibit anyone from serving in the military. However, there are certain um, things that we have to bear in mind. Uh, like, for instance, um, things to consider. John the Baptist, when he was uh, preaching... At the Jordan, we had soldiers that came to him and asked him, what should they do? And it's interesting what John said. John did not tell them that they needed to leave the military, but to be honest in dealing with people. That's found in Luke chapter 3, verse 14, where he says, don't, don't, don't cheat anyone. Um, and that is something that... Uh, is of great interest because at no time did John say you need to get out of the Roman army. Uh, the other example is like the centurion, uh, the Roman soldier who came to Jesus pleading for his, for his servant. And uh, once again, Jesus did not say anything about the fact that he needed to get out of the military. In the contrary, Jesus praised God and praised him for the faith that he sh has shown, um, which is 
interesting. That's found in Matthew's chapter 8, verses 5 through 13. And also, some thoughts that goes along with what the Apostle Paul mentioned, which ties in in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, where he says that we ought to submit to the government authorities uh, so that, you know, we serve our community, we serve our nation, but yes, we have to be uh, careful in our um, religious uh, practices. Oh, okay. Um, so you're saying John the Baptist and Jesus and uh, also Paul indicate that uh, it is in fact okay to, for a Christian to serve in the military? Absolutely. Um, in fact, I, I want to share a, a quick story. Um, I went uh, to Puerto Rico, and, and um, I and during that time, I was uh, serving in a local church here in Clarksville, Tennessee, in fact. I was the head elder, and not only the head elder, but I was also a lay pastor working with um, uh, Elder McConnell at that time. And um, what's interesting about it is that uh, I had a conversation in, in Puerto Rico with another individual who was a church member who also was uh, an elder. Um, and um, he questioned me as to how is it that I, being in the military, um, uh, could uh, be an elder in the church. And, um, and I said to him, uh, you know, you enjoy your freedom, don't you? And he says, yes, I do. And I says, now, what would ha happen if, let's say, the Russians uh, would move in and take over and communism is part of our lifestyle? Would you like that? He says, no. I says, well, you see, you, you have to understand that the military is used by God himself to maintain peace, to protect the freedom of others. And uh, the individual didn't have very much to say after that uh, because, of course, the mentality in those days was uh, thou shall not kill. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says don't go and commit murder. Military does more than just going to war. We do humanitarian uh, operations. Uh, when, when we go to different countries, we, we, um, we bring aid to these countries. So there is a bad concept about military people, uh, Christians at that, serving the military. Oh, okay. So with Christians serving in the military, is it okay for a Christian to um, be in the infantry and hold a weapon and shoot people? Well, that's a, you know, that's a really interesting um, question uh, because a lot of it has to do with the individual's conscience. Um, it's like, let me put it to you this way. Is it okay for our church members to be policemen? Policemen wear a badge and they wear a gun. Policemen have to protect themselves um, and protect others. So if we say, well, a policeman is okay, you can be a policeman, well, the military is basically the highest enforcers, if you will, of the, of the court of the land. So we have to bear that in mind because the idea is not to go to kill. That's not what it is all about, is to go and protect. Unfortunately, in the process of, of protecting, 
Yes, there will be killing. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so, you know, considering that, um, what about when Peter goes and cuts the uh, the uh, the soldier's ear off or the high priest servant's ear? What and Jesus t- tells him not to do it. How does that play into well, this? Well, again, you have to look at the circumstances of by by what Jesus was uh, talking about then. Because remember that Peter wanted to protect Jesus, but Jesus didn't need his protection. Je- Peter, if he would carry it out and the others join, they would interfere with the mission of the Savior. And the Savior said, no, don't do this. Um, that's not for you to do. Now, we have to keep in mind that, again, uh, the so, uh, a soldier, a Christian soldier, is there to, to protect and, let me put it this way, confront the enemy. And you have to keep in mind that if you do not protect yourself in our days, um, it is a question of who will get killed. Not that you want to go around killing people, but the fact is that if you don't defend yourself, um, you will be killed. Mm. I don't know if... So you're saying that it is indeed okay for a Christian to enlist in the military and act as a soldier in the infantry with a yes, weapon. that's what I'm saying. However, that Christian needs to bear in mind his religious convictions. That is mm. extremely important. Like, for instance, when I went into the military, I never stopped being a Christian. I became a stronger Christian, to be, to be exact. And it is important that God plays a big part in the soldier's life at all times uh, so that the individual does not get caught in that mentality of we're here to... Uh, to kill, we're here to destroy the enemy. No. It is a mindset, and we need to be prepared so when we enter into the military that God becomes a major, if not, if not all, a major factor in our thinking before we go into the military. Because not every... Uh, so... I was oh, going to go say, ahead. not everybody that goes into the military remains a Christian. A lot of, I've seen a lot of, to include pastors, uh, when I was in Germany and I was leading out in the church company, um, I had pastors coming, uh, ex-pastors at that, and say, yeah, I used to be a pastor and I left the, the church. And um, interesting enough, I, I felt like I, was, I, I needed to open up a confessional booth uh, that people would come and, and tell me about their experience about why they left the church. And the bottom line is that they got careless in their, in their uh, Christian service. So, again, going back to the centurion, the centurion that Jesus said, as well as the centurion that Peter spoke to, um, they, he continued to be a centurion. He was doing his duty, but differently now, not with the same mentality. He had to do his duty, and he did it uh, with Christ uh, in his mind, and in the new life in his mind. 
So these are the kind of things that uh, sometimes we we um, um, get confused about. I don't, and again, I want to make it sure that I don't, I'm not saying that it is okay to go into the military or the infantry or artillery with the intent to kill people. That's not right. But if you are in that MOS, that's what we call the MOS, um, then you need to be uh, extremely careful as to how you exercise uh, your orders. I see. And okay, you're saying your mindset is crucial Absolutely. if you're going to enlist. And you need to go with the mindset to protect rather than to just yes. you know, go and use that a weapon. Sh- that, the weapon should be the last ah. thing we should be thinking about. Right. Okay. Um, so if, if a Christian does decide to enlist in the military, um, what's some things they well, should the know? the first thing they should know is that the military promises you a lot of positions. Like, you can, you can go and become a pilot while you're in the Army. Uh, you can be a PA. Uh, there are a lot of uh, good positions, good jobs that you can be trained. However, you have to be able to score in the entry exam and they need to score high. So they have to uh, be very good at math, very good at reading and comprehension, uh, very good in, in, um, in um, understanding vocabulary. Um, and they also use uh, a, an exam to see how well you're able to, to figure out things. Uh, so that's the first thing. They need, to, they need to practice, they need to learn. The second thing is, is that when they go to see a recruiter, a recruiter has their own quota, quota, quotas to meet. And you may go in and qualify to be a, a uh, let's say, to, to uh, a job like a laboratory technician or an x-ray technician or a, a, um, a LPN position. Uh, you may qualify for that, but if the recruiters need to meet a quota as to, hey, we need five people to be in the infantry, we need ten people to be in the in the uh, cooks, um, uh, or we need ten people for transportation, they're going to push that. They're going to push what they need, and the individual who's going needs to understand that no. You don't do anything, uh, you don't sign anything until you read and you know for sure that you are applying for a certain job and not what they are telling you. Uh, okay. You're saying be sure of what you're getting into, read all the papers, prepare well. Prepare well, well. they got to know in, in, that, in that entry exam, uh, Pastor Evans, is a key is a key for them to basically write their own ticket. Mm. Now, if they're enlisting, what are some dangers they may face while, uh, while enlisted as far as keeping God's law and maybe one of their officers saying something opposed to God's law? Uh, do you have any counsel sure. for them in those situations? Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. 
uh, when I was in uh, medical, I stuck with the medical field all the way through. There was a time when I was asked, I was a, a uh, emergency room technician and I was also cross-trained uh, cross in physical therapy. I was running a clinic. Uh, a, a day came where they had asked me to cover a football game uh, in the ambulance and they was on the Sabbath. And I told uh, my sergeant then, I says, that is not an emergency issue. It is not about taking care of patients in a hospital. I'm sorry, I cannot uh, comply with that. Well, the next thing I knew, he says, well, if you don't comply with that and you don't follow the orders, well, we're going to court-martial you. Okay? So I says, you go ahead and do that. Okay. Well, it just so happens that God, for some reason, this had to be God, the chaplain, division chaplain, was my patient. And he always, him and I would always talk, and uh, he always seen my character, I've always happy, and so on and so forth. And one day, he saw me not as happy as I normally was. And he asked me, what, what's going on? And I told him. I says I'm being threatened with, an, uh, with a court martial because they want me to work on, a, on the Sabbath uh, to cover a football team. And that is not in my religion, in my belief, this is, that is not considered uh, taking care of patients or an emergency. Um, and uh, he listened and he said to me, don't worry, I'll take care of this. Well, a couple of days later, I was called up to the office and said, well, you don't have to cover the football game. You don't have to do this, and don't think that you won. I didn't care. I was smiling all over because I knew it was Jesus who did this for me. You know, so <laughs> my point is, is that you have to make a stand. And, but you have to be reasonable in the stance that you make. Um, I had another individual who I was lay leader then, and another captain was a, uh, 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 a captain was a lay leader. This individual was working in another unit as a cook. Well, his wife came, and all of a sudden he decided that he wanted to be religious. So, when he talked to us, at, okay, when he talked to us, we says, okay, we're going to go and see your, your um, platoon leader. So, when we went to see the platoon leader and, and, and talked to him about um, allowing this man to get the Sabbath, what he said to us was, um, this man was one of the nastiest mouth uh, individual that we have here. He smokes up a storm, and, he, and again, he curses like crazy. That made it extremely difficult for us to, to get his Sabbaths off. My point is that we cannot be Christians by name. We have to, a soldier must practice his beliefs and, and let people see that he or she practices their beliefs. And then they'll have a better fighting chance. Wow, that's, uh, you know, I really like that encouraging story you gave about, uh, you know, the danger of getting court-martialed, but God, God, God took care of you. Amen. Yeah, that was, that's pretty awesome. Um, well, Pastor Tony, uh, thanks for sharing with us your thoughts on military service and, uh, 
and some of the good stories you had to offer too. I, I really love stories of courage like that when people stand up for their faith and, and God just works and he, as we'd say, you know, parts the Red Sea for them. So Amen. thanks for sharing, Pastor Tony. Thank you for the privilege. You're welcome. Have a great day. And uh, everyone out there listening, this is Walking Free. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Take care. Bye.